Hello and welcome to the Unscathed Life Podcast, a podcast that inspires you to push beyond adversity and rewrite your story. On the show, I will be sharing some of the core principles that underpin Unscathed Living, a life I define as the intentional manifestation of your highest self, regardless of circumstance. My guests all embody Unscathed Living and will be sharing relatable practices that have helped them stay advancing despite adversity. My name is Tombra. I am your host. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And thank you for joining me today on another installment of the Unscathed Life podcast. And I come to you today with lots of excitement. So on today's show, I'll be talking to you about a subject I kind of introduced on episode one. You know, I shared five words that I used to describe Unscathed Living. And I said that they were courage, resilience, um, purpose, tenacity, and authenticity. So today I'll be looking at the first one on the list, which is courage. And specifically, I will be discussing the four golden rules of courage. So I'll start by quoting Miss Maya Angelou, who I absolutely love, by the way. And what Maya says about courage is that courage is the most important of all virtues because without courage, you can't practice any of the other virtues consistently. And I absolutely love it. And I completely agree. You can't practice any other virtue consistently if you don't have courage, which is what essentially holds everything together. So what I'll be doing today is sharing my perspective on courage, what it means to me personally, what it looks like when it shows up, why it is important for us to be courageous and what you do to stand courageously. So being an engineer, yes, (laughs) I was an engineer very many moons ago and, um, One of the things that I learned as part of my studies in engineering is to start everything from the first principle. So my first instinct consequently was, you know, to look up the meaning, the dictionary definition of courage. And whilst that was sort of like a natural starting point, I kind of paused and I was like, nah, 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 nah. Instead, I want to, I thought it might be better to bring you a meaning for courage that I have lived Um, something that would make it more relatable and hopefully bring it to life a bit more for you. Quietened down, I asked myself, I said, look, what has my heart experienced courage to be? And three key expressions came to mind and I'll, I'll, I'll share the first one now and go into the other. So the first was, courage is who speaks when fear tells me to be quiet. I remember recently preparing for my very first television interview as a resilience expert and I felt almost paralyzed. I remember feeling almost paralyzed and crippled by all sorts of fear. All I wanted, because it was a live interview, I'd never done a live interview before. All I wanted was like a a magic button that I could press to initiate like a disappearance sequence and not just disappear. I didn't care who would have to deal with the fallout as long as I was somewhere else. However, suffice it to say that it didn't happen. That didn't happen at all. Instead, what I did was I quietened down my fears and I calmly let courage speak instead. So the second one is that courage is the girl I saw staring back at me in the mirror and giving me strength when I needed it the most. So the woman in the mirror was very different. 
She didn't have the bald head that I did. She didn't have scabs on her skin as I did in reality. No, she was bold. She was confident. She was the person who would help me put on my wig and go for lectures when I was studying um, at university as both my scalp and my skin and pretty much everything in between was ravaged by a skin disorder called psoriasis, which essentially causes skin cells to multiply 10 times faster than normal. The girl in the mirror was the person who helped me face, you know, the curious stares that, that look back at me each time I went to, you know, to school for lectures. Courage was that girl in the mirror that gave me strength. And then the third is that courage is who pressed send for me on the Instagram post that I did when I shared, you know, the stories from my past and my childhood. So when I decided to own my story and share it with the world for the very first time on social media, despite having completed everything, I'd gone through the pain of doing a, a video, I'd, I'd done everything, everything was ready, it was, I was ready to go. However, I agonized for about two days on whether or not to still go ahead with it. I just couldn't bring myself to present. You know what? Courage is the one who stepped in, who did the post for me so that I could embrace my truth and be my most authentic self. So I hope you're getting the picture and the words and the scenarios that I'm painting. Courage is many things and it speaks through words, it speaks through feelings, it speaks through actions and even in action. A famous quote by Winston Churchill says that courage is what it takes to stand up and speak and it is also what it takes to sit down and listen. I love that quote. It has so much truth in it. So I hear you asking, how do I show courage when my body is gripped by fear? Is there a threshold that you reach where courage automatically kicks in or is more needed really to make it happen? So to, that, to answer that, I will start with a matter of fact statement. And it's the one thing you must know from the onset. And it is this, that courage isn't the absence of fear. No, they're not mutually exclusive at all. What I feel is that courage is the mastery of fear. So for example, when you understand a person's patterns or tricks, you're more likely to be able to quickly discern and act accordingly when they do something. So this is what happens when you master fear when you're able to quickly identify the emotions within you that signal fear, you can work out a method to handle, in quote, to handle it before it becomes a problem. And my theory goes as far as saying that courage uses fear. And the people who have a great mastery of fear are the ones who show courage the most. And what I call it is the thing that fear doesn't know about courage. So how does fear mastery equal courage? Well, once you are able to identify the emotions that signal fear, but instead in the opposite, in the equal but opposite direction to produce courage, 
it is what happens when the adrenaline gets created in your body to help you respond in times of crisis or stress. The rush you get and you feel within you creates a flight or fight response. And those who have mastered fear are the ones who fight instead of taking flight. And some even have this down to almost a fine art. They are able to easily, very quickly deflect those fear emotions almost instantaneously before it becomes an issue. So this is what happened when a good friend of mine received a diagnosis of autism for her young son. The flight response would have been to take cover and just feel like there is no way out. Woe is me. However, the fight response, in other words, the courage response is knowing that you have the power to create meaningful experiences from every challenge or setback you face. She chose courage and that day she made a decision that herself and her family would be okay regardless. So here are my four golden rules to help anyone who is struggling to identify what courage looks like or anyone who wants to be more courageous in their daily living. So the first one is this, courage is a voice and it is the voice that you give your convictions. There is no way the message around what you believe will be conveyed unless you give voice to it through courage. And an easy example for me is what I'm doing right now in this moment through this podcast, The Unscathed Life. I am giving voice to what I truly believe, which is that we all have it within us to live rich and purposeful and meaningful lives, regardless of the circumstances that we face. And week after week, I reinforce this point and I bring you reasons why. That is courage. Another example of this is Rosa Parks who we consider to be the first lady of the civil rights movement. When she didn't give up her seat on that bus to comply with segregation laws at the time, she was voicing her convictions through courage. So whatever your convictions are, you will require courage to stand by them. It may not feel comfortable initially, and it may even be completely alien. However, if it's what you truly believe in, then it will be entirely worth it. Just remember this, that no one knows what you truly believe in unless they hear your convictions speaking through your courage. The second is that courage is a spectrum. It's not binary. So whilst I was preparing, you know, points for the discussion on this podcast, I asked my nine-year-old daughter to share with me, you know, what courage means to her and how courage has showed up for her, you know, recently. And what she said was super cute and and funny as well. She goes, (laughs) mommy, courage is when I didn't run out of the bathtub when a moth flew in from the window as I was taking my bath last week. She has a huge fear of insects, so to her, that was being courageous. On the other hand, for our Lord Jesus Christ, courage looked totally different. 
The Bible records that as he contemplated his crucifixion with heaviness in the garden of Gethsemane, courage showed up through an angel who provided the strength to go ahead with the plan. The grand plan which had been set from the foundations of time. This is the other end of the spectrum. And in between there are so, so many billions and even trillions of stories across the world. However, my point here is that in appreciating the full spectrum that is courage, you'll be able to celebrate progress. When you truly understand that courage means different things to different people, you won't only appreciate courage when it shows up in grandiosity. You will be able to appreciate the journey that others are on as well. That their courage may not look like yours, but there is validity in it. So don't get overwhelmed with the finished work of courage in others. You start small and just take meaningful steps towards whatever big vision you have in terms of courage. So the third is that courage is created. It doesn't just happen. It needs your permission to happen. And this right here is the key differentiator between fear and courage. And I love how, again, Winston Churchill puts it when he says, in his quote, he says, fear is a reaction and courage is a decision. And when I reflect on some of the you know, most courageous moments in my life, the one thing I find as a common denominator in all of the events is that I released courage into existence. It never just happens. However small the window of contemplation was, I had an active part in making it happen. And this is how courage differs from a wish or a hope or a fleeting thought. Courage won't show up unless you make a decision to create it and you give it permission expressly to happen. So just add a small sub-point to the quote about fear being a reaction and courage being a decision. I'd say that courage is released whilst fear is absorbed. And this is evidenced by how purposeful we feel when we're being courageous about something. We feel alive. When courage is linked to conviction, it breeds purpose and it pales heavily to the feeling of helplessness that overwhelms when fear comes in. When fear comes in, it almost feels like it just happens, like a supersized onesie is cloaked over you. However, those who have a mastery of fear are those who, instead of absorbing that fear, release it through courage. They don't let it fester and they're almost brutal about it. They feel it, they don't let it overwhelm them, and they do what it takes to stand. They deflect it and they do what it takes to stand. And the fourth and final point, and probably one I'd say, one I'd refer to as possibly the most important of all four, is that courage is not about winning. Courage is about being heard. So you miss the point entirely when your motivation for being courageous is winning. No, courage is not what decides winners. Well, not in the conventional sense. 
As I said earlier, courage is a voice. And what a voice does is project. And controlling how your voice lands. Well, as they say in project management terms, which is again in one of the many hats I, I wear as a person. As they say in project management terms, that is out of scope. Controlling how your voice lands, that is out of scope. It's out of your control. When you link courage to winning, what you actually do is that you are eroding its power and you strip it of its well-meaning intentions. Simply think of courage as a stake you put in the balance of life, which speaks for you and your convictions. What it is, is it's about getting heard, not necessarily winning and you have to be okay with this you may not win the popularity votes the floodgate of accolades may not open to you you may even fail you'll get judged or even get criticized by others you have to be okay with this because being okay is how you keep your power and is what ensures that you are in alignment with who you really are and what you get at the end is how you win. And you win by laying claim to the gold in your truth. You become rich in spirit. This is something that can never be tainted or taken away. Anything else you get <laughs> outside that, just see it as a bonus. The real prize is the fact that you claim the gold in your truth and you become rich in spirit as a result of being courageous. So why is courage important on the journey of living unscathed, you ask? So my response to this would be that courage, as Maya Angelou said, is almost just like the glue that holds all virtues together. It's the glue that holds you together as a person, essentially, if you want to be unscathed. To be unscathed in your mindset involves not letting your past control your present and daily manifesting your higher self regardless of the circumstances that you face. And intentionally manifesting who you want to be daily will involve many courageous tasks throughout the entire spectrum. It will involve standing up for yourself, you know, even leaving an abusive relationship leaving a job you don't like for something that you're more passionate about, even if it looks crazy to everyone else, having a difficult conversation about something you'd rather stay quiet about, but you know deep down doesn't align with your conviction and needs to be addressed, so you do. Could involve signing up for a program or class that intimidates you, but believing that you have what it takes within you, asking for a promotion or a raise at work, Engaging in a new business venture. Showing up when you feel shame. Getting back up when you feel like you've reached rock bottom. Sharing a story honestly like I did for the very first time. Making a contribution to a cause that matters to you. It's knowing you're enough. It's taking risks and daring greatly because you can. In my daughter's case, it's not running away from the moth in the bathroom. It's believing you have a voice 
that deserves to be heard. Yes, it involves many courageous acts, but above all, one of the most notable is the courage to show up daily to a reality that cannot be changed or undone, but choosing instead to reframe it into something that helps and inspires others. So for someone who's lost a loved one or someone who's had a you know, life-changing injury as a result of an accident, to be courageous for them is showing up to a reality they cannot change or undo. But instead, they choose to reframe it into something that helps and inspires others. This is the most beautiful shade of courage. So I'll leave you with this lovely quote from Brene Brown, who is almost like the godmother of everything that relates to courage and vulnerability. And she says that when we have the courage to walk in our story and own it, we get to write the ending. So my final words here, no matter where you started, or no matter where you are on this journey called life, I hope that through my words today, you will find the courage to rewrite your story into a beautiful ending. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today on the Unscathed Live podcast. I trust you have taken away actionable practices for living unscathed. You can check me out on my website at www.unscathed.me or on Instagram at tombra.moswago and Facebook at The Unscathed Life. Have a great week and do remember to be resilient in all your endeavors. Bye for now.